Okay, so this morning I've got like three different, really different things um, I want to talk about. Really three different questions that I want to ask. So if you hear this and you hear any one of these questions that uh, you want to give me some feedback on, I would appreciate that. You can leave a comment or just uh, call in, whatever. Um, so let's get started. Okay, number one, um, I've been seeing this verse, I've seen it a couple different places, and it's just been one that I've been thinking about a lot, um, I'm just going to read it, and I would like to know what you guys think about it, um, I, I think I know what I think about it, and I'll probably share that later, but, uh, the verse is Romans 14 and 17, and it says, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So, think about that for a minute. Um, maybe go back and read it in, it, in its context. And uh, let me know what you think about that. Okay, question number two. And keep in mind that these are completely unrelated things. Um, question number two is, what is your favorite mobile game so a game that you play on your phone it could be one that maybe is just currently your favorite it could be like maybe an all-time favorite or something that you go back to a lot um, I think the reason I, I want to ask this question is because I have a game that I'll talk about in a minute but uh, that I play on my phone a lot actually it's probably the game that I play the most even though I have a lot of uh, you know I have an Xbox one I have a Nintendo switch uh, I have all this, uh, all these cool gaming consoles, but it, it seems like the game that I play the most is this game that I play on my phone, and I've kind of been going back to it over and over for the last, since it's been out, I think about three years, maybe three to four years, so uh, I don't know, I think mobile games are very interesting because it seems like everybody plays a mobile game of some type on their phone, even people that don't typically like video games have something that they like to you know, play on a phone or a tablet or something from time to time. So, what's your favorite mobile game? Uh, maybe tell me why. Uh, what is it that appeals to it? Appeals to you about that game? Um, and I'll talk about mine in just a few minutes. All right. Question number three is going to require a little bit of setup. So here goes. Um, I've been talking to people in the last few days. A few people locally and a few people on Anchor about the idea of men's bath products. And the more I think about this, the more I think it deserves uh, exploring. So I started to think about this Sunday, no, I'm sorry, it was Saturday night. Uh, went to visit my brother, they just moved into a new house. And was kind of walking through the house and went into their bathroom and he's got a big nice bathtub and he had something that I've never seen before and that was a man candle um, I don't remember exactly what the scent was but it had a very like manly type name and uh, apparently he lights this candle while he takes a bath so of course I made a good amount of fun of him for that and then at the same time, I'm like, man, maybe I need to get 
a man candle for myself or two. Um, then shortly after that, I was listening to um, Alfred um, on Living For Him channel. Check him out if you haven't yet. And he was talking about a deodorant. He was kind of doing a review of a deodorant he had tried. <clears throat> and it was this deodorant that just had like the super manly name, like scent of a tree bark or something like that. It was had an awesome name. I can't remember what it was. But uh, And those two things kind of happened within a short amount of time. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe there's this uh, demand out there for these men um, bath products type things uh that's not being met and uh, so my question then should there be a men's bath and body works for i mean i guess that's the best example i can use like like a men's version of, of bath and body works if that if there was that would you shop at it now i now i heard another awesome idea last night uh, which fits right into the category of this being targeted toward men. Um, and what he said was that he likes the idea, basically, of the, the men's uh, bath products, but he doesn't like the idea of going out and shopping for them. Um, so he would like something where they could be, like, delivered to his door. And I think that's, like, brilliant and genius. And I'm mad that I didn't think of it. Uh, so if there was some like uh one of those monthly subscription boxes which would deliver like these manly bath products to your door is that something that you think you would subscribe to um i don't know i think it's interesting that uh that this is a thing because i never thought that that this was really a thing now as i was initially thinking about this i was kind of like Nah, there's, there's already enough stuff out there. Uh, really don't need any more of this type of stuff. But, as I, as I thought about this a little deeper, and uh, what men really uh, like and enjoy, I think there are a lot of things that have yet to be explored when it comes to men's um, bath care type products. Uh, so, I'll explain what I mean in the next segment. Okay, so as I was thinking about, you know, what type of products, what type of scents uh, would guys really like, and the fact that I'm even thinking about this stuff, that's a completely different issue, but as I was thinking about this, um, I initially was thinking way too narrow, uh, so, you know, what kind of scents do I like? Okay, yeah, I like to smell an oak tree. You know, I like to smell a, you know, a bear, whatever. Uh, I like, you know, those nature type scents. And that seems like probably most of the men's products are, you know, some type of nature, you know, um, scent of a boulder or something like that. Uh, but while those are fine, I like those. I think that'll be part of you know, if I was to invent some type of line of, uh, let's just say body wash, that, that would be part of it. But what, when I think about the smells that I really like, um, most of the smells that I want to smell 
have to do with food. So, you know, if, if I go to the store and there's this, uh, some kind of body wash and it's, you know, supposed to smell like, you know, a pine forest in the fall, will I buy that? Uh, you know, maybe. Um, but if I go to the store and I look on the shelf and there's, you know, a bottle of bubble bath that smells like chicken and dressing, will I buy that? Absolutely. One of the other scents that I thought about that I would like to, uh, to see or that I would put out there if I was making this stuff. Um, so you know that smell when you walk into like a subway and I don't mean like the, where the train, I don't mean that kind of subway. I mean like the restaurant, you know, you walk in and like this, I guess it's the smell of like the bread or whatever's maybe some kind of combination, but man, I love that smell or any kind of, you walk into you know, Jersey Mike's or any kind of little deli where they're baking this bread and making these sandwiches. Man, if you could bottle that up and put it into like a cologne, I'm telling you, you'd make a killing. Now, I don't know if women would like these scents. You know, I don't know if they want their husband, boyfriend, whatever, uh, smelling like, you know, a bucket of fried chicken. But I'm not sure women take into consideration the smells that men like when they're uh, putting on their, uh, you know, perfumes and things like that. Um, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of men out there obsessed with like the smell of cherry blossoms. So I'm not sure that, uh, that should even be a consideration because ultimately, you know, the man's going to decide for the most part what he wants to, uh, what kind of candle he wants to light when he gets into the bathtub or what kind of bubble bath he wants, or what kind of uh, deodorant. So, you know, and I think it just has to be something that is generally a good smell to most people. And most people like the smell of a bucket of fried chicken. So, you know, just the more I think about this and the, the different directions you can go um, with this, maybe it's time, maybe it's time, for men's bath and body works all right so as far as like mobile games go um, and I'm not even sure this I'm classifying it as a mobile game but you can play it on computer um, even though it's the same whether you play it on the computer or your phone there's no advantage to playing on computer it's not like a different version of the game or anything like that um, but I play it on my phone all the time and uh, it's a game called Hearthstone, as you might have guessed from the title. Um, Hearthstone. Some people say Hearthstone, but I live in the, in the, in the South, so I say Hearthstone. Uh, Hearthstone's a very cool game. First of all, it's <clears throat> a free game. There is a, an opportunity to spend money in the game, like most free games, but it's not the same as most free games as far as how they monetize it. Um, it's a card game and like a collectible card game. I don't even want to use this comparison but I don't know any other ones but sort of like a Pokemon. Uh, the, the Pokemon card game, not the video games, but the card game where you buy packs, um, packs of cards and you use those packs of cards to build a deck of cards and you play against someone else who has a deck of cards. So, it's that type of card strategy type game. I like those games. I don't know a lot of other people. 
in my life that like those kind of games, but uh, I really do. Not not necessarily Pokemon. I've never played Pokemon, uh, so but I just know it's the same type of game. Okay, so I just realized I probably should not have compared it to Pokemon. Um, let me just say that the game is nothing like Pokemon, other than the fact that you have cards and the game is played with cards. Okay, just to clarify that. Now, Hearthstone is made by Blizzard. Uh, Blizzard is a company, a game company, that they don't make a lot of games, but what they do make is, is really, really good. Um, they make the Warcraft games. Of course, they made World of Warcraft, which is a really popular um, online RPG kind of game. Um, they also make the um, StarCraft series, Diablo series, um, and the, their, their latest thing is Overwatch, um, which Overwatch won just about every Game of the Year award that you can win. Um, but it's, it's kind of a new thing for them going into more like the consoles, because most of their games in the past have been on you know, PC, computer games. Uh, but Overwatch is, is a console game. So what I'm saying, though, is that Blizzard makes really good games. Um, I don't think I've ever played a Blizzard game that I didn't not only like, but became one of my favorite games of all time. Blizzard makes awesome games. Um, and the idea of Hearthstone is kind of, uh, not kind of, it's really based in the World of Warcraft type thing. Um, the characters and stuff that you see are from the, the Warcraft series is what I'm trying to say. Now that's just to kind of let you know what it is if you've never heard of it before. Um, but why do I like it? Why I like the game, first of all, it's very easy to pick up and play. There's not this big learning curve. It's not so complex that you have to learn for hours and hours and hours before you can feel like you know what you're doing. Um, it's very simple right from the start. And although it is easy to uh, pick up and play and understand, as you play and learn, there are complex strategies that you can learn once you've been playing for a while. So it has a very easy, smooth learning curve. Uh, it doesn't feel like something where you have to play it for weeks and weeks before you know what you're doing. Uh, but it, you know, within a few minutes of playing it, you feel like you've got a grasp on what it's about. Another thing that I like about Hearthstone is that it's free. And I know there's a lot of quote-unquote free mobile games out there. And, you know, while you can spend money in Hearthstone, it doesn't feel like you have to in order to be competitive. And really, you don't have to. Um, over the course of the time that I've played it, uh, which is like three and a half years kind of off and on at times, but I think I've spent a total of like five dollars. Um, but you don't have to spend money <clears throat> to play it at the higher levels and to play it, you know, more competitively. Um, the only thing that you can even spend money on is just to buy packs of cards, but you don't have to do that either because you can, you know, they give you an opportunity to. Uh, do these little uh, challenges or quests, whatever they call them, to get gold. And once you do those quests, you get gold, and you can use that gold to buy packs. And uh, to you know, that's an. It may take longer to build up your collection of cards that way. It definitely does than if you go and drop a thousand dollars on on packs. But it may take a little bit longer. But you know, you once you get enough packs and you got enough cards, 
you can be competitive with with anybody um so you really don't have to spend money that's another thing that i really like about the game other than the fact that you can buy packs there's really no other way that you know you can spend money there's no ads in the game or anything like that that come up I think it really is the best way to do a free game, a free mobile game. I mean, I cannot stand some of the mobile games that you get, and basically it's pay to win, you know. If you want to win, if you want to uh, just be the best that there is at this game, all you got to do is just spend a bunch of money. Uh, that doesn't work in Hearthstone. You could, you could go buy every single card that there is, but if you don't, if you're not good at the game and understand the mechanics and the strategies and things like that, you're just not going to win. It doesn't matter. Another thing I believe is is really cool about Hearthstone is that they constantly um, update it. Like three times a year, they do a big ex expansion with new cards. And in fact, the reason I'm talking about this today and I'm kind of hyped about this today is that the next expansion comes out Thursday. It's called. Um, Frozen Throne or Knights of the Frozen Throne, um, so and it looks really cool. So I'm I'm kind of hyped up about that today. But they come out with these big expansions and, and it's all you know it's all free content. You can yeah yeah you can buy packs of these new cards, but you can also just save up your gold like I've been doing and then just buy a bunch of packs with your gold. And you don't need to spend real life money um, to be involved. And 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 plus they're also giving away a lot of free packs just when it comes out so I think it's really cool how often they update it and release these new cards and uh, another thing that makes Hearthstone really awesome it's actually kind of surprising to me that more people haven't heard of Hearthstone because in the the gaming world uh, Hearthstone is huge there's uh, they have tournaments where people win like a million dollars for winning the tournament. They have these tournaments like several times a year. Um, Twitch is, which is the uh, streaming channel where people, you know, stream themselves playing different video games. Hearthstone is like one of the biggest, if not the biggest, game on there that people go on Twitch to watch people play uh, Hearthstone. And you know, there are people out there who, <laughs> who all they do is play Hearthstone all day on Twitch and that's what they do for a living because people give them money, donate money to them um, and that's, to, to me that just blows my mind but you know in the in the gaming world and that in Twitch Hearthstone is huge but then it's like if you ever talk to anybody about it they, they've never heard of it, it's kind of, it's very weird to me in that way Anyway, my time's running out on this segment, and I don't want to do another segment on it, so uh, I would just recommend, if you're looking for something to, to play kind of casually, uh, go try Hearthstone. It's a lot of fun. Alright, I really need to uh, get on my computer and do some work, but I'm looking forward to uh, hearing some answers to these questions a little bit later. Wait a minute. So you're telling me you don't want a Snapchat account, but you're willing to get a man candle or look into men's bath and body. Hey 318, in reference to the man product, I think as I'm standing here at Walmart, I'm looking at some of the, the items we have here. 
And I think this new era has emerged because of the, I, I think, the limited selection we have here. It seems to aspire to two groups from what I'm looking at. I'm seeing the Old Spice um, generation and, and how they're bringing that up, you know, with all their extreme commercials. And like, I don't know if you've ever seen those commercials, but, you know, Old Spice is, is stepping up their game. And then you've got, like, the other end of the spectrum, which is more like sport. And so, and then I see Old Spice having a sport, Old Spice. And so it's, it seems like you're either sporty or you're old. And so it's like, it's hard to decide. I think the new line is thoughtful and imaginative. So just to comment on the last couple of call-ins that I played there. Uh, Snapchat is better than man candles. That, that's probably true if you're a 12 year old girl. And as far as the lack of variety in the men's products, I think you uh, you nailed it right there. There's definitely a problem right there. And it's even getting worse because right now, a lot of these like men's products, they're trying to like combine everything into one. So, you know, you can get something that's like body wash, shampoo, and conditioner in one, you know. And I could see where maybe they would think men would want that, but you know what, maybe I want my own shampoo. Maybe I want my shampoo to be separate from my conditioner. So, all right, thanks for those callings. All right, so I want to end this day and this podcast by going back to the very first question that I asked. Um, and that was in regards to a scripture in Romans 14 and 17, which says the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And this is one I've been thinking about and, and kind of meditating on for a few days now. And I believe it comes down to the difference between two lifestyles. One being a life lived under the law, which is a life of rules and regulations and do's and don'ts. And one being life in the spirit. And it's a little tough to compare these two things sometimes or, or to think about this sometimes because from the outside these two things look very similar. So from the outside someone who is living a life of rules and regulations and law uh, you know, that life is marked by obedience. They're, they're going to be very obedient in their behavior, generally. Uh, but also, someone living a life in the Spirit, uh, that Paul is talking about, this life of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, they're also very obedient. So, so both of these lifestyles, life under the law, life in the Spirit, are both marked by obedience. But the difference is the motivation behind that obedience. You know, someone who is living this life of law, um, their motivations are, you know, fear. Uh, if I don't read my Bible enough, you know, God's going to be mad at me or he's not going to look at me the same way. Um, they're also motivated at times by desire to be good enough. You know, I, I got to 
keep my righteousness or my holiness so I got to do you know this this and this so I can be righteous and holy uh, and, and often the life of law the motivation just becomes obligation you know uh, I got to do these things because I got to do these things and it's just a sense of obligation and uh, there's very little peace righteousness or joy in that but once you begin to realize the work that Christ did on the cross and you begin to fully you know comprehend all that he gave us and you begin to understand that you know he gave us the right it says to be called sons and daughters uh, you begin to to free yourself from that that life under the law and no longer are you living that life under the law but you begin to live this life in the spirit that Paul's talking about and then instead of serving God out of a sense of fear you have a peace which allows you to serve in peace instead of serving out of a desire to be good enough uh, you realize that you're good enough your righteousness um, doesn't come from what you do anyway it comes from what he did and so you can serve and have joy instead of obligation instead of it becoming about being obligated to serve uh, you realize man he did all these amazing things and so you begin to serve with a sense of joy the difference between these two things is really subtle so sometimes it can be hard to understand this or, or comprehend it or really see the difference between the two things um, I think a lot of people who live kind of this law-based Christianity uh, you know that kind of a lifestyle with a lot of rules and regulations and do's and don'ts I think a lot of times maybe they're just immature in their faith um, maybe they're young in their faith and they just kind of need to be able to relate to God that way as they grow and mature in their faith um, maybe it gives them a sense of of safety or they just haven't learned really to to trust God fully with their uh, with their salvation I think back you know to when I was a kid and I was immature as as a human um, you know when I was living at home with my parents and, and all kids who live at home with their parents at that time in your life your relationship with your parents and your relationship with your mother or father is really a law-based relationship you follow the rules if you don't there's punishment um, if you do there's maybe some rewards um, and you live a very law-based relationship at that young immature age and specifically I remember uh, helping my uh, well when I was like 11 or 12 we decided to build a room onto our house my, my, my dad always had some kind of project going on but this was a big one and uh, there were a lot of Saturdays where I would uh, be required to help build the uh, you know the room and do whatever hold stuff or move stuff or or do whatever kind of labor uh, I could do uh, I can tell you that I didn't do a lot of that with joy in my heart I did a lot of it out of uh, obligation I did a lot of it because I had to or I knew there would be consequences um, and as I was doing that work there I'm sure I did a lot of it with uh, 
kind of a pouty attitude or you know a bad attitude a sour attitude and uh, to me that's a perfect picture of what it looks like to serve God out of a sense of law and rules and regulations but you know in my defense I was I was immature at that time as a human I was only I think maybe 11 years old something like that now as I've matured and I've become an adult um, I can tell you that if my dad called me right now and asked me to come do something uh, I would stop what I'm doing and I would go do it and I wouldn't do it out of a sense of obligation or fear I would just you know I would I would do it with joy and, and when I was done doing it I would ask him if there was anything else I could do for him um, because as I grew and matured as a human and as I grew and matured in my relationship with my earthly father um, I realized that that relationship is not all about rules and regulations um, and that I want to serve him and I, and I want to do things for him uh, so I believe it you know it's the same way with serving God as we mature in our faith as, as we hopefully mature in our faith uh, I hope that we can get away from just the rules based law based I have to do this or this is gonna happen or I'm gonna do these good things so I can get these rewards I hope we can as Christians move away from that law based relationship with God and move into a real uh, meaningful relationship where we serve him uh, out of a sense of love and we serve him out of a sense of uh, knowing his goodness um, because once we mature into that and we begin to live that life in the spirit then we can experience the peace and the righteousness and the joy that he really wants us to have alright I hope that was helpful to someone and I'm sorry if I sounded sleepy. The only reason I sound sleepy is because I am very sleepy. So I'm going to go to bed, but I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Uh, not only is it a Wednesday, one of my favorite days of the week, but it's also the day I'm going to do the next episode of AU Audio for all you Auburn fans out there and all you potential Auburn fans out there. And let me just say... I believe you all have the potential to become an Auburn fan. So, I believe in you. You can do it. War Eagle. Anyway, that's it for me. I really appreciate all the call-ins, the comments. Um, even if you just listened, I really appreciate that. Uh, it means a lot to me that anybody would take their time to uh, listen to what I have to say. And uh, hope everyone has a good night. I'm going to pass out, and I will talk to you in the morning. Bye-bye.